0: G'day, mates, and welcome back to another episode of the My Mate Podcast here. Very excited to be uh, speaking to you from my homeland, actually, now. I'm back in Australia. I was in France for a good couple of months there, then Scotland before, and Ireland, and and Bali. It was a good trip, good trip with uh, the other half, Siobhan, but I'm back here in Melbourne, and I've been wanting to do this podcast for a long time. I met Lockie uh, at a cafe, and we just had an amazing conversation straight from the get-go, and... uh, as you soon find out, he's doing a lot of interesting things. He's the founder of uh, Virtus Performance in down in the Mornington Peninsula. It's a strength and conditioning, um, you know. It's got group classes, strength and conditioning gym. It's really cool. I, I saw it yesterday, and he's got like a little gaming space where you can have coffee and play FIFA and read books. It's a mad little den there. And out the back, he's got some tires for tire flipping. But it just moves onto this huge space down in the in, in the peninsula. So if you are if you are ever down there, hundred percent, get yourself down there. I wanted to do this podcast for a number of reasons, but number one, I guess, if you are interested in following someone that is inspiring, and I know he's going to hate me for saying that because uh, I'm putting him on a pedestal in, in one way or another there, that were actually his words, uh, but look, in some ways I am. If you are interested in, in in following someone who is doing some cool things with a good degree of authenticity, then I strongly recommend you follow Lockie, Lockie Wallace, He's, he's got a lot of things going on for him. He's doing a number of different business ventures. So he's got his own strength conditioning gym. He's going to start True North, which is a mentoring program for young individuals. He's also got a gym business. He's interested in a lot of things. And it's, it's really good to be passionate about things. But I think the next step with Lockie, which is what outshines a lot of us, is that he actually follows through with those passions through discipline and commitment and you know, when when the going gets tough, the, the tough get going. That sort of idea. He he, he follows through with his passions even through the rough times. And, you know, the number one thing with success is that, yes, it's important to have things that you're interested in and have creative ventures, but the next step is to actually follow through with them and be disciplined in actually showing up and and working on them, you know, even when you don't want to, even when you've been, you know, you've had a rough sleep or someone's giving you shit or you've got some emotional trauma to deal with or whatever, you know, you, you show up and you get it done. And that that is really how, um, you know, what... Uh, what Lockie's life seems to me. And I, I had a look in his office. It's just absolutely filled with really interesting personal development books. Some of them we've spoken about on the podcast here before. Um, he's just a really fascinating guy. And um, I think another reason why I, I quite like him is because he he's always very he's very authentic. I, I don't know him very well, but we had a good chat. And he, he's very authentic in his approach that he just wants to be a constant learner. And you see the way he talks, he, he will... You get this just by you know listening to the way he talks and you listen to the podcast today, but he will read a book, for example, and he'll know himself well enough to know and listen to the parts that speak to him uh, on, a, on a greater level than the other parts in the book. And then he kind of uses those parts from the book to help mold his life and become the, the person that he wants to be. And his hero, we spoke about this a lot. His hero is him in five years' time. And that was a Matthew McConaughey idea. Obviously, it's not only Matthew McConaughey who's who's, who's with it, but um, he said that actually when he won the Oscar for Dallas Buyers Club, I think, that um, his hero was him 10 years from now. And it's not a narcissistic thing to do at all. It's interesting to visualize who you want to be and, and the life you want to have in 10 years' time and then reverse engineer and create a set of goals that's going to actually make that visualization a reality. And that, that's that's what Lockheed was going off essentially. And, you know, it basically means that what you do today has a really big impact, not only on who you are and who you will be in the future, but on everyone around you that wants you to succeed. And, you know, you know, you, you, if, if they're good people in your life, your friends and your family and your spouses, perhaps even your kids, they're, they're going to want you to succeed and be happy. So I think it's a really great um, idea to, 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 you know, think of an idea of of who you could be and and make that hero. Anyway, we get into all this sort of stuff in the podcast, so I uh, sincerely hope you enjoy it, guys. And I will speak to you after. The pale blue dot. What is your favorite book in this uh, in this man heaven?
1: <laughs> it's funny how man heaven has shifted from. Pool table, beers. Yeah, yeah. Tam- yeah, tam- yeah. Tam- books and notepads. And sex, shit. Cave. Sex, <laughs> cave. sex cave. Sex cave, hundred percent sex cave. my favorite book. Or well, probably I got a couple. Um, you ask me a question, I'll give you four different answers. Just yeah, like cover all bases. Principles over there, Ray, oh, Dar- yeah. Ray Dalio. That's probably the most influential book. Mm-hmm. Um, just from a business and life perspective, understanding that well, if you develop principles to. As framework to live your life by, yeah. Then you can't really go wrong because then everything you do is just a learning experience. Probably.
0: I noticed you got um, a hero with a thousand faces there. Yeah. Well, we could do it like we could do it like that. So what? All right. So what? What are the best? <laughs> <laughs> We're here for a while, mate. mate so no rush. Yeah. So In terms of like how you've grown as an individual, maybe. So not not necessarily yeah. um, well, business, but yeah. Def-
1: definitely, definitely principles is yeah. one. Um, I think little books, so little books that uh, tell a story but give you like a kick in the face life lesson at the same time. So, um, Leadership and Self Deception, which is, I think it's by the Arbinger Institute. It's not even an author, but I think it's up top left. Oh, yeah. That's just about like, so there's the whole thing around that is being in a box. So, you know, when you're like pissed off at your missus or pissed off at a mate and you like won't talk to them, and you like find yourself being a shit version of yourself to them. Whereas you could have just like taken a step back and explained yourself properly, yeah, showing them how you actually feel. So it's about getting in the box. It uses business examples, which is really cool because I, like I definitely feel it with my staff sometimes. If they, they actually, one of the examples he uses in there is with his son, right? And it's like his son's a someone that doesn't listen that kind of plays up and stuff, and mm. he almost like waits for his son to play up and go, See, told you I was right. Whereas Really, he should have just been supporting his son and figuring exactly. what he actually needed. Yeah. Um, so that's a big one, The Alchemist. Oh, yes. That's, that's a good book. That's. I think that's a book that everyone should read every year because it's a different yeah. book every time. It is. It's um, very true. Just yeah. the importance of the journey and having an idea of where you want to go but not necessarily needing to know that exact finish line. Yeah. Um. Oh, man, we could go on forever. I know. Um. Extreme, what, what, extreme what, what, ownership is one that just will stand, stand the test of time, I think. Yeah. It's just... If it's that good, isn't it? And every single individual understands that you are completely responsible for everything that happens in, in your life, and hopefully we don't get into the we might, the determinism, yeah, free will debate. Um, <laughs> I know you got free will free here, actually. Will, yeah. Um, <laughs> but even if we we are half a percent responsible for the way life happens, yeah, we should take hundred percent of responsibility mm. because if we we can impact it, then we can impact it, and I definitely think we can. Mm. So that's a big one. Um, and fruit for a fucking elite story
0: yeah i've not read it i've not read it i've <laughs> heard I, that it's mate, unbelievable i know i know it's, we'll probably yeah. just we'll end the uh the show here we might
1: just i might just sit here and read it to yeah. you the next eight hours <laughs> it's not a
0: bad idea.
1: it would be a long audiobook yeah. i um uh, because it was one of those ones that like i'd heard about it i heard about it i heard about it and i was i went to south america last year for about eight weeks oh nice or seven weeks and then about a week to go i'd finish all my books i'd like you know rolled through a thousand audio books and I was just kind of sitting in a, in a hostel in Patagonia and I was like I need another book and I was like oh I'll go have a look at the book swap it, like 90% of them are Spanish books and yeah. like you know the English guide to, um, to Argentina or whatever and then there was chance around sitting there Yeah. And I was like yes it's on. and I didn't actually swap a book because I'd left mine somewhere else some piece of shit that goes to a book swap <laughs> yeah, takes and takes a to... takes a book and doesn't leave one. Yeah. So if anyone wants to borrow a book, you're more than welcome to because I need to pay back the card. Yeah,
0: you want up at the moment. Yeah, I
1: understand. And man, social meanings over there. They're oh, like, that's a great one, isn't it? Yeah.
0: That was we were talking about um tribal mentors before, and they that every successful individual <laughs> seems to say that one the most of, isn't it, yeah. it? But it's great. It just gives you, if anything, I think that book just gives you a bit more perspective. Yeah. It? It's like, you, yeah. Could could you? Figure out another way not to complain about the traffic you're in right now, and some yeah. bloke had to suffer and die because he didn't have shoelaces. <laughs> His yeah. foot swelled up and he died from fucking frostbite.
1: It's a it's a really interesting like look into like the the human mind I think and the yeah. human condition and I think the way he uses I guess uh, philosophy with like all the Nietzsche stuff he talks about in there is really interesting. Mm. Except uh, someone sent me an article the other day. I, I, couldn't tell you where it was from. I can't tell you if it's true or not. But apparently he only spent like three days in Auschwitz. Oh, did he? Yeah. So I thought it was four years. Yeah. So now now I'm really upset. I don't, yeah. I don't know what to think.
0: A liar. <laughs> yeah, look, I saw Auschwitz. But here's what suffering <laughs> is really like. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> probably and I, like, I, that could have been bullshit.
1: Like, it was just a little article. So I don't yeah. really know. But, um, I
0: did read somewhere that there was a bit of uh, controversy with, um, with um, what's his name? God, what was it? Viktor Frankl. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't remember exactly what it was either, but yeah. Maybe
1: that was it. Maybe it was just it was he a saw a little bit of it and he's just like, oh, I'll just uh, you know, put a little mail on this, whichever yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> everyone does anyway. We can't blame him. But yeah, I true. think here's the thing. It doesn't fucking matter if the, the underlying message remains yeah. the same. It's still a great book. Yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. It's like The Wolf of Wall Street almost, really, where it's like- I haven't read it yet, but it's up there. Yeah, no, I've not, I've not read it. Um, I've seen the movie. Yeah, I've said Great, great movie. movie. You yeah, know, very, very meaningful. <laughs> very purposeful, that I'm movie. I'm sure there's plenty we can learn from it. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, man's search for a woman. <laughs> Good. Oh, no. So how long have you had this space for, man? Um
1: This space, probably 12, 18 months. Yeah. So it, yeah, I was just just saying before that, like, being up in the, in the gym, it's a high for activity and energy most of the time. So it's a lot of, I guess, output. Yeah so this is, this is a space where I can come and either do work or rub one out or, yeah exactly <laughs> or you know read a book or you know watch scrubs on a little, little yeah. screen or just something that's like that doesn't take energy and something that gives your me tank. energy yeah and like don't get me wrong people give me energy a lot of the time mm. and you know I like the the talk around like extrovert introvert everyone's got a bit of both mm. but that need for me time and introversion is really important and this is a space I can do it. Yeah. Um, there were a lot more plants in here, but I killed them all. Yeah, yeah. I forgot. I went away for two weeks and got to ask someone to water them And, they, and it was real hot. It was like massive heat wave. And... That's like the definition sure.
0: of a man cave, I think, where it's like plants dying in the corner. Like, yeah, you know, like, yeah. Just, just can't seem to get it all sorted. <laughs> Sorry.
1: It's just circle life, really. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So if I chose more robust <laughs> Flora we would probably be sweet I oh, no, <laughs> there's, one, there's one over there That's going pretty well
0: Yeah that's a nice plan actually What do you call that?
1: Our mother-in-law's tongue Yes So really robust And hard Good tongue Hard wearing <laughs> I, know. I know. Bye yeah. Well it's
0: going to be doing the podcast mate I know it's, it's pretty cool I know
1: Yeah It's um It's Nice that I can We've well, we only met you once before this, I know I know but we, both, we obviously follow each other's stuff Yeah Um, And it's Simple couple of messages on Facebook. The
0: internet's a wonderful place. Oh, it's unbelievable. We were talking about this before um, when I was in France. Because believe it or not, like one of the biggest kind of, um, wouldn't call it a fear, but it was like my. Um, barriers to wanting to travel was I wouldn't yeah. be able to reach out to people and, and do podcasting because yeah. it's just a great way to get to know someone and you get some content out there as well. And like, you know, in terms of longevity, it's a great way to, to show your grandchildren who you were yeah. back then when you didn't know anything. And <laughs> Check you out a 22-year-old
1: Wallace. He was a piece of shit. Yeah,
0: yeah. Have a look at, have a look at Father Tom talking about wanking. <laughs> it's good for you. It's good yeah. for you, son. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. No, but I was worried because um, obviously, you know especially when I was on a farm. Mm. It was in Solitude and you couldn't really speak to many people unless my missus and I did 50 podcasts. But even even, um, even just by doing it over Skype and we're recording yeah. this on QuickTime, yeah. you know, it was just, it was so easy and it's just like a lot of people give the internet a lot of shit. A lot of people say, oh, social oh. media's doing this and this and yeah. this. But again, you spoke about history and ownership before. It's like, well, you can it's let yourself, up to you. you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah.
1: The most perfect metaphor I've heard for that has been like the internet, social media, whichever part of it you want to use, mm. is just like fire, right? We yeah. Can, yeah. We can use it, we can control it, and we can use it to keep us warm and to, you know, to power industry and all this other stuff. Yeah. Or we can light the house on fire and let it burn down the house. So yeah. I think it's, we have a responsibility as the first generation that, you know, we're, pre- we're pretty much properly growing up with it now. Like, yeah. Yeah. In ninety two, when I was born it was starting. Yeah. You know, and it was a thing. So I guess we're the first and we're start, we're responsible now for every generation that comes to be yeah. able to figure out our way through the shit part of it. Exactly. Um, exactly. And I guess, you know, things like internet bullying and, and social media and you know, that search for for grat- instant gratifications gonna know. be there regardless but those parts of society were there anyway so yeah oh, they always were they all, always all were. the intent does is highlight the good and bad of yep. the human I guess,
0: psyche it just um, forces you to grow a lot faster doesn't it yeah Freud, and Freud said that 120 years ago he yeah. said you know um, along the lines that most people are scared of freedom because there's a huge degree of responsibility that comes with that you know i um, um, Fuck that quote so badly. <laughs> you probably didn't even say that. I'm
1: pretty sure it was Uncle Ben in Spider Man. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I think he <laughs> said
0: something. I think therefore I am. up. Oh, yeah, it's probably a few people. I know. Yeah, but you, you see that way. and then you know, yeah. on one side of things, people becoming more and more addicted to porn and and all these things, and yeah, you're constantly mm-hmm. comparing yourself. But mate, you're so it's so true what you said before. We're always doing that. We're <laughs> all the ego yeah. is always comparing.
1: Yeah, and <laughs> there's there's a meme floating around at the moment that's just like. Uh, See, look at how peaceful the world was with before phones. Like no everyone's living in the moment and it's just like a medieval scene of everyone just like chilling each other. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like like we we live in the luckiest the best, most, most fortunate, like uh, most easily accessible time ever. Yeah. Um, you know, like every like major stat around like you know, murders and war and everything's the lowest it's ever been. Yeah. Like the standard of living is the best it has been and it's like Something like it's improved. To, I'm just going to make up a percentage on the spot, but good. It's like exactly. the amount of poverty in the world's dropped by like 60% in the last 20 years, or yeah, so like, yeah. Um, yeah, let's go with that. I mean, yeah. yeah, I honestly don't think
0: it's that far away. I thought like I was that, yeah. thinking 40%, yeah. yeah. Stephen Picker spoke about that, <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, John Benson spoke about it when I went through him a couple of weeks ago, yeah. And I think we can be either incredibly pessimistic about the future, yeah. Or we can look at how far humanity has come. Mm. And obviously all the bad shit is highlighted because of you know, news and social media and whatever. But if we look at how far we've come, then we should only be optimistic about the future. But with that mm. optimism, needs to come an understanding that we can fuck it up pretty quick. 100%. Um, and we're definitely fucking up a lot of things. Yeah. But, you know, I'm, I'm probably more of a, optimistic pessimist pessimist if I had to label it but yeah. I definitely feel as though even though we're fucking up a lot of things we're doing a heap of stuff right.
0: For sure. And maybe maybe the goal is just to fuck up less things than we were fucking up 10 years ago. 100%. You know? And then then, then we're doing good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There's a lot of there's always going to be a lot of complaining and yeah, there's a lot of a lot of comparing and all that sort of stuff but yeah. And I say
1: we to, like, remove my personal yeah. Uh, responsibility. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, it's I'm we perfect. as a collective. But yeah, like, I'm having a crack, so yeah. we are fucking it up, but I'm doing okay. Yeah,
0: you guys are fucking it up. <laughs> but, mate, I read books.
1: <laughs> I've got it. Yeah, I'm, like, so much more self-aware now. <laughs> yeah, I know. Mind the existential angst that sneaks up every couple of weeks. But yeah. The awareness is going okay. Yeah.
0: So, is he good? Was this yeah, this is yeah. the second time that he came here, or um, think I just missed? So
1: him? yeah, so he just he came. I have, I didn't know that he'd come before. Yeah, um, but I was really interested in it because I think any time you go see someone like that speak, who's fairly polarizing, I don't understand why he's polarizing because yeah. he's just like, don't be a cunt. Yeah, honestly. But yeah. he's because they were expecting like massive. Ro- um, Protests and things like that, and mm. he he had did two two shows in Melbourne. First one, there were no protests. Second one, there were protesters. So obviously, oh, they realised that he was expecting protesters, so they must have hung out in the second one. But yeah. I kind of go into those, and I try not to take everything that the person says, or you know, I hate the rah rah kind of deal. Yeah. And at the start of it, you know, before he'd even come out, everyone's like getting up and about, yeah. chanting and like. Clapping and Daddy. It's like, guys, he hasn't, yes, really. it's like, guys, he hasn't said anything yet. Like, chill out. Like, yeah, get in, yeah. in, everyone goes in with an expectation. Yeah. And I try That's and right. take the expectation out of it and go, I'm just going to listen to what he says and then continue to add, add or take away from my bias from there. Exactly. So, yeah. Because we are all so incredibly biased. And if and you know the people in that room, like a five thousand people, they agree with what he said. So yeah, you're gonna f- find very few protesters. Protesters are gonna spend 120 bucks on a ticket. Yeah, to go hear him talk about stuff that they they're not gonna listen to. Yeah, that's right. Um, but I he's so passionate when he talks. Like you know, he teared up a couple of times, and um, Dave Rubin was there, kind of mediating some bits of it. But he basically went on a rant, on a monologue for an hour and a half. Yeah, and. He talked, because obviously his book 12 Rules for Life, which is probably one of the other ones that I would have mentioned. Yeah. Um, is it here? Uh, we got it? Yeah, somewhere. I think someone might... Oh, no, it's here. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Um, I think that book is just, it's perfect, right? It's like how to be the best version of you, mm. more or less. And mm. yeah, perfect's a bad choice of words, but it's an excellent guide to here's 12 things you should do. Like even, like I think Rule 12 was one of my favorites, like... Pe- If you see a cat on the street, make sure you pat it. Yeah. And it's just like it's if you have the opportunity to do something good or to get some enjoyment out of a part of your day, yeah. Then do it. Exactly. Like, um so he went on a bit of a rant and he got through rule one and that was it. He literally didn't talk about anything else. Oh really? After rule one. But he talked a lot about how optimistic he is about the world. Um he was he did a did some research for um, and I'm going to butcher this as well but I'm sure you can Google it for yep. the UN and he was part of the Canadian um, team that they all basically did a big stock take of how the world is like, yeah. of how we're going with everything basically and they had all different countries were like contributed to it and it was a big report and he said the thing that he realised is that we're not fucking things up as much as we think yeah um, like yeah we're, we're kind of butchering climate change at the moment and you know there's all these other things going on but for the amount of the standard of living going up and mm. poverty and things going down, you know, it's not that bad. Enough. And we, like, all the, obviously the gender politics stuff and all those silly little insignificant problems and obviously they're the biggest problems in some people's world, we need to understand that, but all of that stuff that's happening, like, it's such, it's a small parts of humanity. Yeah. Um, and there's always, like, you know, there's always going to be good and bad and, I you know, like that the yin and yang sign is like perfect, right? There's it good is. There's the bad, there's bad and the good, there's a whole bunch of good, there's a whole bunch of bad, but without the good, there wouldn't be the bad, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah. without happy, you can't be sad with, you know. And I think that the thing I got out of the talk the most was like, he's a king. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he's confirmed all of my biases I previously held yeah. about him. But if we allow ourselves to put the ego aside a little bit and put, our needs aside, and be and push, push or just be humble. Yeah. Um. Then we're gonna make our world and the rest of the world a better place.
0: Yeah, for sure. I I, I don't understand. I really don't understand. I, I'm very similar to you, mate. Like, you know, whenever I consume a piece of content, I want to make sure. And it's it's tough. It's actually <laughs> something in the brain called the. I'm pretty sure it's the uh, reticular activating mechanism. Yeah. Is something it's like forces you that when you have some sort of underlining idea that you see that in your world more and more it's oh, obviously because yeah. it's like you know back in the day when we were causing and effect it's like oh fuck I'm hungry everything starts looking like a sandwich you know you're like <laughs> oh here we go here we go yeah. you know but you have an idea um, and um, you know you try to take it at face value and you know without that bias but everything he says to me and I've really tried hard because <laughs> yeah. I got on the bandwagon a little bit and I was like whoa okay give look-. me a reason to hate you yeah exactly and I just he, but he just puts all the responsibility you know, with a lot of what he talks about on you to try to figure out your own things out. It's like, Hey, it's, it's, you know, you have a lot to be grateful for. Like, you know, there are people that are obviously doing worse, but there are also people that are doing better. And, you know, it's, um, it does, it, it really puts a lot of things into perspective that I think is important. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I think the bandwagon thing is one of the parts of it that bugs me. Yeah. It's like, I think any bandwagon, anyone that, um, just jumps on for the sake of jumping on. Like they're, they're, they're the most frustrating parts of it. It's, for sure. You know, I guess that's, it's that socialized mind. It's like, yeah. okay, well, my identity is within this group. Yeah. It's like, you know, you've obviously come from the CrossFit background a little bit. Yeah. And it's like that. I can see CrossFit walking down the street because they're going to be wearing shorts that are a little bit too long. <laughs> yes. in Australia, you're allowed to wear short shorts. <laughs> yeah. They're going to be wearing Metcons. Yeah. And they're going to be wearing some sort of... Um, Competition t shirt tattoos. I'll actually just yeah. pull the sleeves down, <laughs> yeah. it's been awkward. Yeah, yeah, tattoos everywhere, and, like, and that's fine, right? But yeah, if they're unable to wear you know a different pair of shoes to CrossFit, be, like even if they are a better thing, like, yeah, then they're kind of stuck in that socialized mind. We yeah, need to be able to get into that um kind of self authoring position where we can go, okay, well, there's some great areas of this, but mm. there's also this, and I don't agree with that, but I agree with that, and yeah, you start to like get out of there and then go alright show, show me how, how I'm wrong yeah if, exactly if you can show me how I'm wrong then I need to be able to adjust or shift my biases or mm. my beliefs to this new piece of information yeah and like <laughs> the, um, if someone proves that the earth is flat we're all going to have to <laughs> we're I can't believe I just went flat earth yeah <laughs> like,
0: is that um, uh, just uh, you just... looked at the book over there, Flat yeah. Earth for a floppy <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: But like, if someone proves it, then we've all got to shift our, shift it's true. our biases, right? It's like, so true. If, um, with someone like, and there was obviously that big study that was released during the week about vaccine. yeah, um, oh, yeah, it's yeah. Like, oh, so vaccines through a 10 year ten year study, and like, a stupid amount of kids realize there's no link, yeah, we've been, like, between that and autism. We've, we've been telling, or well, there's it's been known information for a long time okay we proved it again and then the anti-vaxxers are just like yeah I don't want to hear it yeah exactly right and Like that's a um, Neil deGrasse Tyson goes through it a little bit on the Rogan podcast that yeah. he did with him or one of them um, they're all excellent but he kind of says his way of, of going around that is: you ask that person okay what piece of information can I give you to show you that you are incorrect or that this mm. is wrong and if they say oh there isn't one or if they say yeah, I need the flat earth one. It's like, okay, I need an image of the, the whole earth from space, yeah. And like, most of them are all composite images, right? They're a bunch of images put together. No, yeah. Oh, no, that's Photoshop, that's CGI, yeah. Well, yeah, because it, like CGI just means computer generated, so yeah, of course, we put all those photos together, yeah, and f- and this is what it is, so they're not open to actually it, it, uh, hearing.
0: That their bias is wrong for sure, but people don't want to, like no. that. Again, you know, you touched on um, you know, evolutionary psychology before, just how we behave. And pe- People don't want to because it's a fair reason, like the unknown is scary. Because <laughs> if you don't belong to a social yeah. group, then who who Why? are you? What do well, you do? And like, you, yeah. you gotta brave the wilderness by yourself, don't you? Yeah,
1: and, and this is these are probably potentially uh, like a lot of um, probably painting a lot of idiots with the same brush but yeah <laughs> but like the flat earth people they're probably people that haven't necessarily been involved or been belonged to something yes of um, course and some people just like the craziness of conspiracy theories and stuff yeah no um, you're right yeah I'm I'm more more shift towards the and there's definitely reasons why this is the wrong way but like things that I see mm. or if I, if there's someone that I respect and they believe a certain thing then you know I'll take that on face value and maybe I shouldn't like, yeah it's I guess it We do the best we can with what we've got, Mm. and it'll be it's it's a really interesting time because there's so much information, there's so many different ways people can do their research. Yeah, Um, and everyone just wants to belong.
0: Exactly, everyone does. Yeah, you're spot on, and I think you know everyone. Everyone wants to belong, but everyone wants to have us, you know, a good degree of sort of authenticity and clarity, and just an understanding of how to live a life that feels good. And, um, you know, that, um, mentoring program that you spoke about before, I'm really excited to pick your brain about it. But like, I reckon a really good way to start is to pick a hero. And that's why I loved, um, the hero with a thousand faces. It gives you that really good sort of mythological idea of what a hero is. But if you're not sure, just do a bit of research and find someone whose life is really cool to you, you know, and then you can kind of figure out like the books they've read and what they do in their life. And You 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 can do that again. When when that hero no longer serves you, you can move to the next well, I think hero. Well, any you know?
1: any mentor has a finite amount of time that they're going to they're going to be able to serve you. Yeah. Um. It's not that you can't respect and appreciate them forever. Yeah. But I think there's a, as we evolve and grow up and learn things, it's like when you're 14, you're going to need a different person than when you're 24 mm-hmm. or when you're 34. But I think you always need that person to look up to. Definitely. So, like, for a good 12 months, it was Ray Dalio for me, like, yeah, reading his book and then that kind of just sparked the fire and, like, okay, I need to, like, his, his body of work is, like, in his principles and his billions of dollars that he makes for people. But yeah, just quietly. <laughs> and so, like, I literally read everything I could find on him, listened to every one of his podcasts, um, you know, probably thirty or forty of the books that are in front of us are ones that from his reading list. Yeah, he's got a book a book list on his website. Oh, nice. And I was yeah. just like, well, I guess I'm spending my weekly wage on book repository again. <laughs> I know. And so I just started diving into him, and then you kind of shift to someone else, and exactly. to someone else, and and there's if you always have someone, and it's you obviously want to be careful of bouncing between people too mm. much, and then losing all the ideas. You have someone you can kind of. Follow and look up to, and then you shift to someone else. Yeah. When it's service purpose, or you feel as though that you've you know squeezed as much you can out of that mm. that orange or whatever. Um, being able to find someone, and I think having a finite amount of time where you go, okay, I'm gonna just dive as deep as I can into this person for the next eight weeks. Yeah, that's because, right. Or the next two, or the next year, or whatever. If we can use, this is a quote that one of my mentors early on said to me is like if you can use my hindsight as your foresight then you can avoid a whole heap of the mistakes that i made yeah um, that's great and i said that i said to my mentors now and like the guys i have through my personal mentorship program yeah um which i'm probably launching in a couple of weeks that i'm scared and excited about yeah that's good but it's just like if i can speed up you know a younger coach's um Learning, or or uh, you know, another athlete, mm. or or someone that you know, might be twenty years ahead of me in certain things, but I'm a couple of steps ahead in other things. Yeah. Then if I can help them get to there quicker, yeah, it's going to save them money, it's going to save them time, it's going to save them pain and suffering. And yes, we all need to make our own mistakes and go through our own problems and stuff like that. But we don't all have to have make the same ones. Yeah, and I think Spot that's on. the biggest thing I'm starting to realize. Yeah. Um, sure. everyone, everyone's got value to add. Mm. Um, every single person. Even the guys who believe in Flat Earth. Yeah, yeah. well,
0: we'll see. Yeah. yeah, so who who would be your, so you moved away from Dalio. Yeah. And um, who are you on now? For well, this guy.
1: Yeah, this yeah, <laughs> mate, you've been tough. Yeah. You've been jostling for the position. <laughs> um, I don't know, it's kind of an interesting one because I, like just, I, I've had a couple of business coaches for the last 18 months mm. we're finishing up now and like it's been epic but obviously kind of same deal. There's a, yeah. there's a time limit uh-huh. and my kind of, thing that i'm working on is just like i'm the, like me yeah a bit like it's a lot of self-awareness diving into how i feel like i've set myself a couple of like personal challenges that i'm holding myself accountable to yeah um so like daily blog um nice the new couple of new projects we got coming up and executing on those and, and learning more about myself that i so that i can help serve everyone else so i'm yeah. really diving into like my values um like my mission and all that kind of stuff and trying to separate it a little bit from Virtus I guess uh, that's been pretty all encompassing for me for the last couple of of years yeah and all of me has been put into that yeah and it's like okay now I've got to separate myself a little bit especially values and 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 mission wise even though they're they're aligned yeah they need to be a little bit different so yeah partly it's me uh, and like I'm trying to use me as like that hero yes um, I love the like one of Joe Rogan's quotes is just like be the hero of your own story yeah in you know, a movie um but external to that there's a couple of people um, Logan Galbrick I had on the podcast a couple of well, maybe a month ago yeah um he's he runs a bunch of gyms in the US just wrote a book but he's just the way he views the world and the way he understands um You know the human psyche just interests me so Mm. much, and obviously he comes from the gym background, but he's if I feel like he's a couple of years ahead of me in a bunch of different things. Like he's kind of transcended that coaching space to a more teaching, bigger audience space. Um, And you know, I I start to care less and less about the sets and reps and more about the bigger conversation that we can have because of it. Yeah, and he's already living that, and I see that. Um, his coach, Kara um, Miller, is someone that been really cool that I've been able to connect with her on, on Instagram. Oh, like, how, like, we talk about the internet. Um, it's crazy. And, you know, I was just mentioning her before and we're talking about entitlement. and Like, yeah. this is someone that's, like, you know, incredibly well-respected in her field. Like, she's actually mentored Dalio and stuff. So there's oh, like, shit. a cool little link there. Yeah. Um, that I can just talk to on Like, it's, it blows my mind that that could be a thing. Yeah. Um, so they're, they're two... Um, yeah, excellent to that. There isn't really one person I'm frothing on. Um, Stephen Pressfield's books at the moment. Okay. Um, yeah. I've just read. I've uh, just read The War of Art and um, Turning Pro, and it's just simple stuff that just resonates a lot. Yeah. Um, they're really sim- little, short, little, simple books as well. Um, Ryan Holiday's doing it for me at the moment. Yeah. He um, goes the enemy. I'm like halfway through that. Oh yeah. Like, this is. What I need to be reading.
0: When you say, um, like you trying to, you know, become your own hero, is it yeah. like a list of goals that you're, um, you know, you're your own kind of person you're looking up to in five years? Yeah, or I, that kind yeah. of idea. So it's
1: like the the idea that I don't want to let future me down. Yeah, that's I, good. I, I hate like I hate the it like, eats me up inside the fact that I could be some someone or something mm. like the person I could am becoming or could be if I get to that point, I'm like, okay, I only hit 60, and I'll, no doubt, I only hit 60% or 70%, of it. I'm not going to do everything. Of course, completely. of course. But just having the idea of like, okay, well, who I am in five years, if I can look up to that person now, yeah. and, and try and act, or live my life, to become that person, yeah, then I'm going to be in a much, I'm, I'm going to have a bigger capacity, I'm going to be able to hold more space, I'm going to be able to help more people, I'm mm. going to be able to do what I'm doing now, but just, better Yeah. Um. Then it's a massive opportunity to like fuck up, or responsibility we're so going for. So yeah. The responsibility yeah. is an opportunity. I could fuck it up, and i I have no doubt I'll fuck it up. Yeah. I have no doubt I'm fucking up. Like as we speak, I could have said that <laughs> way better. Yeah. But you get. The this day. <laughs> it's pretty good. This guy's great. But you get the point, right? Like, yeah, it's exactly. like that thing, and we're yeah, for like the horizon, like yeah, this new mentorship thing. I'm wanting to drive. Like the, the name is True North because I'm like it's like your direction. Mm. It's like, it's not, True North isn't a, isn't a spot. Mm. It's like heading towards the top of the earth and like it's, whether you look at it like that or whether you're heading towards your, the top of your earth. Yeah. Um. So that you can stand on that, whatever that mountain is or that, it'll, you'll probably be swimming or you have been in a boat in a couple of years, but. Yeah, very true. <coughs> based <laughs> um, on how we're going. <laughs> yeah, based on how we're going. Um. But, if I can keep heading towards that and help other people head towards that and I start to realise I'll have conversations with my mentorship guys. and like, I, just, I won't want to leave. I just want to, what else do you What Like, give me more questions. Yeah. Like, and it's not necessarily because I know the answer, but the act of having the conversation opens up my holes and the areas that I'm not very good at. Yeah. And I'm sure these podcasts are the same for you, right? Like oh, you, yeah. Start, you, people start diving into stuff. You're like, I need to know a lot more about that.
0: Well, honestly, like, full disclosure for Let continue. Continues, like, yeah. we, you know, we reached out... Um, because it was just going to be like a conversational chat, yeah. you know. But right now, like I just came back from France, and you know I've got i I think I'm in about twenty five thousand dollars worth of debt, and full time work you pay it off in a year, so I'm yeah. not fast. But you know, you pick me up in this mad van, you know, <laughs> you come and I see this gym, and I'm like, this is a sick gym. I'm not trying to blow your tires; it's just pure, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but even even something like this office, where it's just like it's filled with all the stuff that I would love to create for myself, and very quickly. You know, I think just subconsciously this became yeah. a show where I would just prefer to interview you, you know, <laughs> like I'd probably be able to offer like a little bit, but it, yeah. it, you know, It'll you funny, clearly right? set your life like, up and I yeah. love it.
1: And that's the cool thing. Like I wrote a thing the other day, like life by design and yeah. I read, like the daily blog thing is a massive challenge because it's not, <laughs> Mrs. said to me that day, she's like, um, I can't even keep up. I can't read one every day. I'm like, sorry, I'm not writing it for you. She's like, oh. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm writing them for me, like, yeah, that's one, yeah. one, it makes me better at writing. Yeah, um, and like it's been awesome because our teams jumped in and, and contributed to a bunch like oh, 35 days straight, and I've probably written 20 of them, maybe. Yeah, um, maybe more. Anyway, 35. No, yeah, for, <laughs> 35. <laughs> Come on, guys. Yeah. but I, like it helps me be a better writer. And yeah, I, and like I've been writing a weekly email for the last year, so it's one a week, and now yeah. I'm like, fuck, I'm gonna do seven a week, or yeah, close to uh, or eight technically plus a weekly email and I wrote one Life by Design I was like I've, you forget how much of your life is in your control mm. and how much you like is around how you want to live mm. like talking to our young staff that see like how I get to spend my day or how like other senior staff get to spend their day like a physio Greg gets to um, treat for a couple of hours a day maybe and then he'll go home and work on work in his house or yep. like play with his dog and then you know, he teaches all over the world. He'll, like it's it's all by design. Yeah. And I think we and I guess potentially it's because of the generation we were grow- we were brought up in they didn't necessarily have the opportunity to do that mm. as the same way there wasn't as much freedom yeah, it was, yeah. if there's a job you want to do if there's something like if there's a way you want to spend your day like figure it out and then you'll make it happen like yeah it, it might take some time but you know that van still like it's real dirty but I'm still paying it off. Yeah, yeah. Like, this office is just a space that started out with just a desk and I've just added stuff. Yeah. Um, but it's stuff that serves me and, like, goes exactly. back to my values, which is, like, reading and learning and being able to be a little bit more introspective, it all comes back to that. Mm. And, you know, there's all these things that you put, like, and we have a natural tendency for you, and this is something Logan told me, like, we have a natural, or just articulated, we have a natural tendency to pump everyone else around us up and mm. knock ourselves down a couple of pegs. Yeah. It's automatically, like, it's off to where it actually is. Yes. Like, I look at you and I'm like, dude, you've written two books. That's epic. It's cool. I would love to, Like, writing a book's like the one thing that, you know, scares the shit out of me, but I'm, I'm going to do it. Yes. Like, I'm not ready to do it.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's... It is interesting. You, no, you're right. And I think this is where having that good tribe is just obviously... It's a, it's, a, it's a real cliche, but it's just like, if we can all offer things to each other. And, and I love... Jordan's idea, and I think it was the Carl Jung idea, because yeah. I fell in love with Carl Jung from Jordan Peterson. Yes. And, um, you know, that that really kind of scary idea where it's like, you know, your your passions and interests, they actually choose you, you don't choose. Yeah. And the more you become aware of that, the more you start to see. And it's like those little yeah. moments of intuition where you start to be like, oh, fuck, this is really cool. You know, and, you know, I, I walk into a room like this and... I see it on face value, you know, there's information, there's yeah. books. And to anyone that's interested in personal development, you walk in and you're like, this is a cool room. But then there's that also, there's that like an emotional insight as well, where it's like, wow, I could, I'm could." i just getting a sense of like, I don't know, we've been filming for 40 minutes and it hasn't felt like that at all, <laughs> yeah. you know. And like the time is passing very quickly and yeah. you feel like there's a bit of meaning here. It's, like, it's just interesting to, you don't know what the answer is, but there's something speaking to you on a more fundamental level. And um, it, I think it's important to listen to that.
1: Yeah, it's important to like unpack it and actually try and figure out what it actually means. You yeah. might miss it by a mile, but at least you've had a crack. Exactly. Um,
0: exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and like, like the books, right? Fill me in. What was the process like? I need to know.
0: Well, the 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 so the first book, um, the first book was me reconciling with, um, a series of mental health issues that I had. I was always like a jumpy kid, um you know from from my childhood and had a lot of fears and, and and all these sorts of things and then I actually I I um was tom the afl lover and player you know and I was just gonna make like, like you couldn't see me without a ball like I was like my first fucking you know Wank to a porn movie was like <laughs> holding a football I was like oh I don't know what to do here <laughs> it was just getting crazy but like yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly exactly and um anyway I um training really hard and then I went down and tried my heart out at Frankston Dolphins yeah. and um, and I got cut and it was a serious, it was just this really interesting time for, for me when all these external kind of securities were just becoming volatile and parents were divorcing and a cousin of mine was going through drug addiction and I, I got cut from there and, you know, depression in the family and, it, you know, it's a, it's a classic story. But I started to develop um, really serious OCD and it was very weird OCD, it was, you know, OCD is... For, for the general um, population is basically just this thing with this com- physical compulsion that you do to make sure that something doesn't happen. And, um, you know, for me, it was a whole series of things. Like, I was very scared of um, dying. And um, so, I, for, for whatever reason, my mind started to, you know, tell me to pick up rubbish off the floor all the time, you know? And it was like, if I don't do this, God is going to look down on yeah, you. Wow. I, was never, I was never that um, religious or anything, you know? But it was just this itching fear that would happen and another even weirder thing was um was this this sexual orientation type thing where I just constantly feared that my sexuality would change you know and I'd grown up with this very intrinsic innate idea that I was into girls you know (laughs) I didn't really think of it twice and then this like burning fear would would start to question that you know and um it was just it was becoming very um encompassing and would kind of have me just in in my bed all day and Just, just, you know, all these sorts of things and panic attacks. And anyway, the first book is called um, Yes, I'm Fine, Just Tired, which is a very, ex- it's just a, a classic excuse I used <laughs> yeah. to tell everyone, you know. And so that book was me just trying to figure myself out, you know. I, I found my diary entries from, from these couple of years um, in early 2017, and um, I just thought they'd be really cool to put them chronologically. My dad was always right writer. I always used to write as a kid anyway, you know, so there was a calling, I think. That's awesome. Yeah, but... um the second book and this is kind of the way i structure writing now is like i was telling you i've always got like a really interesting set of questions for me that i just don't know the answers to and i can kind of formulate them into one fundamental question that's burning in me yeah. and then from that just explore it. exactly yeah take the reader yeah. as i'm taking myself through the journey to try to figure that answer out yeah. but the really cool thing about that and this is for anyone that wants to write as well is that you you start off with this question and then you can actually start to structure your book through a contents page of things you need to find out and learn, so that you'll be able to answer that question. So it's kind of like if you want to know what the best way to squat is, that's what your book's going to be about. Yeah. <laughs> you can start to figure out. You can go the history of the squat, and that can be part yeah, one of the book, exactly. And then you can move into, you know, how you want to do that. So it's like, well, you know, this person has the heaviest squat, but this guy, you know, pound for pound, has a has a has a is a better squatter. Well, well, this guy gets less injuries, this guy's able to squat more frequently. Yeah. And then it's like, taking the reader on that journey where it's like, ultimately, this is the way I do it. You know, how do you do it? And um, that's what my third my third book is going to be called, uh, Your Mind Mates, which is essentially what I'm really fascinated right now. So I think why this kind of room spoke to me mm-hmm. is that is that, you know, the, the routines and the practical mindset tips of people that just don't go through mental health issues. You know, that there are people... We all get sad in life. And we all go through dips. But there are people that are just able to consistently rise to the top, you know? And I'm interested in them, it's, you know?
1: So, yeah. And I guess everyone has their own coping mechanism. Yeah. Their own, like, level of resilience, for lack like of a better better word. Mm. Um, but that resilience doesn't necessarily mean there's not suffering underneath. Of course. Um, of course. And, like, here's a book that we were talking about, like, one that I think... I didn't expect much from yeah David Walsh, the guy that um, yeah. started Mona. Um, he's one of his quotes in there was just everyone suffers, and it helps to know that yeah. And like that was just such a simple like I've read that book like eighteen eight months ago, and I still remember like that quote yeah. And I think that if we understand that, and that everyone's suffering is different yeah, everyone's suffering is theirs, but and it's all relative yeah. So you know, if we can learn or see someone that is able to like go through something really difficult Mm. and come out the other side, a better person. Mm. And like, I'm sure you can look at yourself and I hope you can look at it now and go, you know, getting, going through that, I'm now a better version of you, right? could
0: not have asked for a better blessing. Yeah. You know, it was the best thing that ever happened to me in terms of perspective. That's
1: that's the whole whole point of all that stuff. if, If you keep so if you're able to get work through it long enough to get to a point where you're okay yeah you'll have that mindset
0: 100% um,
1: yeah I think like whatever you value now like it'll be because of that uh, challenge or that void that you had mm. um, through that time yeah they're the things that like now you're like okay well, I need like I need to help other people yeah exactly not go through that
0: exactly and that and, oh man you're so right and it you know whatever, whatever that moment is that you are going through in life it, it's it's um It's so hard to see because it's always a new challenge. Because the present is always the present, you know. It's always a new challenge, and it's always like shit. Like, you know. Hopefully, if you are growing, it's like fuck. Am I going to get through this? Because I've never done it before. But all of those past challenges that you've overcome, just they they give you something where it's like fuck. Well, I did that, you know. That's what that's Jocko Willink's idea. It's like, well, I got up at four thirty. So what? What? what I mean, I could. I surely don't have to eat this (laughs) donut in front of me, you know. Yeah. It's fucking tasty as a donut is.
1: Yeah. Element, don't I know, know. I, mean, I know, <laughs> and I, I think that's the that's what we forget is that every life experience we've had yeah um, is a it's a we can, it's a lesson and a transferable skill to now mm-hmm. right like you know, I look back at some of the I used to go running training twice or three times a week and then footy train the opposite nights and yeah like there's I've no doubt in my mind now that all of that consistency and that. Knowing you just got to show up. Mm-hmm. Um, I, mean, I remember the days where I used to just like crack the shit. So I don't have to go. Oh, I like, don't want to go, and then dad would be like, "You've got to go. You made a commitment, all that kind of yeah. stuff." And then in the time, fuck you, you dad. Know. Yeah, seriously. And then you, like I would have, man, I would have thrown some hissy bits. <laughs> yeah. And all of it, I kind of look at it now. It's like the most important for me thing for me at the moment is just showing up, mm. and I realize that most of that comes from being forced to show up. Mm-hmm. But knowing that I never left a session without being happy, and then mm-hmm. I went, mm-hmm. um, and whether it's work, whether it's relationship stuff, whether it's like, you know, just rocking up and doing a podcast or mm-hmm. reading a book, as long as I show up and start doing it, then things will, all, you know, it'll all work itself out. Yeah. Um, it's always which, beneficial. Yeah. Well, it's always beneficial.
0: Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Having a chat with someone that, um, oh man, I really think everyone should have a podcast. I think it's the best. Yeah. I, I I tell everyone that yeah. you know. It's like, hey, you know, you enjoy your podcast, yeah, that's, like, that's, mate. I'm meeting the, people.
1: Uh, that's the important part of running a podcast. You got to tell other people to start their own podcast. Yeah, true. Yeah. It's, um, I used to say that everyone was either a DJ or a PT. Yeah. Now they're either a DJ or a PT, or they've got a podcast. Oh, they've got a podcast. Seriously. Yeah. But it's you're spot on. It just it makes you work through ideas that are in your head. Yeah. Um, I think if you journal and you, ha- and you talk on a podcast regularly, you're sweet. Yeah, you've got it sorted. Yeah. You'll be a millionaire. <laughs> we said that on the show now. Yeah. Um, can't guarantee. <laughs> yeah, that's right. However, there's that uh, little asterisk at the top. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> Might happen. 60%. Yeah, Sixty percent. there. there's a good chance. It's and a good another percentage.
0: Another thing that I was really interested in with um, a lot of these kind of successful people is a lot of them tend to have long-term excellent relationships. That was something that was really fascinating for me as well. I, I mean, I can't statistically prove that, but certainly the people that <laughs> yeah. I'm interested in seem to have long term, committed marriages, relationships. They've got their kids and all this. It's just interesting in a world that like everyone talks about the divorce rates and all this sort of stuff. That yeah, there are some people that do actually have it all. Like they're authors, they have a lot of money, they are giving back to communities, and they have a they spent they have time for their... Their wife and it kids, yeah, they really do. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm interested in. It's just like how there must be a formula for this, and obviously Tim Ferris has um got there before me. That's that's kind of who I've <laughs> yeah. learned it from. Yeah, but um, it'd be interesting to see how to the um what.
1: what I should question what, how they think it, it interrelates. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I think anyone in, and I use this term really loosely because I think everyone is in a leadership mm-hmm. but anyone in leadership and like who can identify as a leader mm-hmm. if they're if they have a desire to be a better leader then they're going to learn more about themselves mm. and they're going to become more self-aware they're going to become more introspective and they're going to be able to deal with what life throws in a little bit better mm-hmm. but that allows I think it allows you to see and it's just my stab at why? Yeah, but I think it allows you to see everything bigger picture. Yeah, it allows you to kind of helicopter. Like, if you are the center of the world, you're mm. like and you like a new, and everything is poor me, why me, all that kind of stuff. You look at everything like like on a microscope. Yeah, and then you can only see the problem. You can't see everything else. Mm. um You can't see how you're being a cunt and affecting how everyone else is reacting to. Yeah, you. so you know all you see is that your partner is angry at you and. You know, you've done nothing wrong, and oh no, poor me. And exactly. Hands out like this symbol. Yeah. But if you can kind of be aware enough to like helicopter above it, look at everything and all the uh, all the parties that are at play, and you go, okay, well, maybe I do need to be a better person when I come home, so that we're not creating angst and because that stuff, like with, I see a lot of relationships that adds up, and mm-hmm. adds up, and adds up. Okay, well, maybe if I understand myself and I know what my love languages are, and I understand what my partners are, then okay, I can we can tap into that and start figuring out how to use it better and yeah. you can do that yeah. for work, relationships, you know, the environment you spend time in, everything and if you kind of use a helicopter analogy because you get up top you can see everything yeah. and you see a whole new perspective yeah. and all it takes is to get yourself out of your, like, like, that reactive whatever you see right in front of your frame of mind. Yeah. Um, because we... Inherently, don't like blaming ourselves for things, but yeah, here's the thing it's always your fault, <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah, <laughs> if you had a part to play, yeah, yeah, and it's affecting you negatively. But yeah, I mean, you do have a leg to stand, you've been in a relationship for 10 years, you know, and almost. Uh, yeah, almost 10 years, right? Okay, another
1: 24 days. So, how when, the... when this comes up, yeah, right? Okay, <laughs> 10 years, this is <laughs> yeah. great. Well, hey, I was about to sing happy birthday, Shout okay. out. It's to be. Get yeah, I need a, need a second coffee, she huh? put up with me for 10 years, yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah, well, it's interesting, yeah. No, but you're right, you're right. I think um, that that um, extreme ownership, I mean, God, how powerful is that yeah. for a book? It's just like, your life will just become 10 times better if you take responsibility for everything, and then it's just like, wow, there's so much I can do now. Yeah, Maybe I should just get yeah. up at like, <laughs>
1: 2, not 4, p.m. <laughs> it an hour and a half. Yeah, p.m. Yeah. It was a big night, mate. <laughs> i get up before lunchtime today. That would yeah. be fantastic. I'm killing it. <laughs> yeah. But, but let's see. I think mean, anyone that goes through like some like nasty shit, and, it, and you know most people have been there. Yeah. A lot more people have been there than we give credit for. Mm. If you can stop and go, okay, it's my responsibility how I react to this, mm-hmm. regardless of how shit the situation is, mm-hmm. like you can... People dwell on little shit for years and years and years, and they'll oh, yeah. never really escape it. But if you can go, okay, well, how, what part did I have to play in this? And after that, the second question is, okay, what do I need to do about it? Yes. Because um, we have so many, there's so many controllables in our lives. Well, sorry, there's so few controllables in relation to the uncontrollables. So yeah. If you go, okay, well, all that shit can't do anything about it. Like how people react to us, how people perceive us, you know, acts of God, etc. Like, yeah, yeah. Can't do anything about, but you can. Completely control your reaction to things. Yeah. Um. And if you don't like your reaction to things, then there's so many different ways for us to get better at it. Mm. At one
0: hundred percent. I know. Mate. what? How long do your podcast normally go for? <laughs> uh, Four hours. Any, yeah. anywhere from an hour, an hour and a half. Hour and a half. Feels like yeah. nice we can talk forever. I know. Uh, I know. Really
1: depends what time you have to go. I'm.
0: I'm not too. Oh, actually, you know what? I do have a haircut and um, <laughs> coming up, not too bad. Probably gonna get shut down soon. Yep. I want to keep growing my hair, right? But I've just got these frills here. They're just looking. Oh, they're pretty nice. Same frill, yeah. Man. <laughs> you want to come and get a haircut? Frill <laughs> I'm getting one this other.
1: Oh, you Seriously? actually? What time? Uh, I'm gonna drop you, drop you back at Frankston and go get one from my barber. Oh, I okay. it.
0: All right. Well, what you, What about some? Um, based on the mentoring program, yeah. some um, lasting advice. Oh. Just for uh,
1: um, if anyone thinks they know it all, like go listen to someone else. Yes. Yeah. Like this. Everyone knows everything from their perspective, and most people are fucking it up. Like, okay, yeah. here's me blaming, but I blame our parents' generation yeah. for making it look like they knew what the fuck they were doing. Yeah, um, yeah. Make Good it, point. Make Good it look, point. Looked like they had their shit together. Yeah. And like, I look at mom and dad, like growing up, they looked like they had their shit together. They were like, on spot on, right? And they and they did in certain ways. Yeah. But in certain ways, they were just having a crack guessing and guessing. Mm. And I think you only realize that when you're an adult with a heap of responsibilities yeah um my i don't know i, I don't want to like and i'm not giving this advice from the finish line like nowhere near. you like i'm going through the same shit that everyone else is yeah but i think you start to learn that if you get a really get really clear on what like you value and what mm-hmm. you actually appreciate and what you love to do and then just do whatever you can to do that yeah just continue to do that yeah then yeah then you're going to be like I love the word fulfillment like yeah. if you feel fulfilled life's good mm-hmm. you don't have to be happy you can be sad like all of that kind of stuff but if you feel fulfilled like it doesn't matter yeah um, so you know whether it's if you love if you think communication oh, sorry conversation communication is one of your highest values start a podcast definitely if, you know quiet time is and like self reflection is one of your highest values then write a journal mm-hmm. like if I don't know give me more It is. yeah there's <laughs> um, everything yeah, yeah. there's it, everything like if business is your highest value or if like making money is your highest value then that's fine yeah start a business is going to help you do that absolutely um, yeah because it's not about like life isn't about the end result it's about like the person you have to become along mm-hmm. the way. and I think if you look at look at your horizon on true north like I mentioned before and you go okay here's what I think it should look like and you just keep doing things to get you closer to that every day like it's not about I want to make a million dollars this year. It's like, okay, to make a million dollars this year, I got to earn like 3 grand a day or something. Like yeah, that. yeah. Before tax.
0: Fuck, that's Jeez, when you when you say it like that, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm way off. Yeah, see, ya Yeah. I <laughs> to make a million. Anyway, this is not even um, my computer. <laughs> but,
1: and that's the thing, like if that's not your value, then you're not going to feel fulfilled doing it, like Of course. I need to be better at money, like with money. Like yeah. it's, it's Money's never been valuable to me in, in that sense. It's the freedom that comes from it. So yeah. like, I need to figure yeah. out a way to how do I move that whole needing to make more money idea yeah. towards one of my values, like which is like, like teaching freedom. They're like kind of the things that I lean towards. Yeah. How do I shift the, the need to be financially secure for KP and my family and my staff mm. towards one of my values that I actually want to do it, yeah. that, that I think I should do it?
0: But, and that that it, what you literally just said is uh, another way of saying making money work for you. Yeah. Not working for money. Yeah. Yeah. That's the perfect yeah. way. Yeah, I love it.
1: And it's, and it's just a process. And if you ever feel like you figured it out, you're gonna get life's life's gonna kick you in a dick pretty quick. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Um, not even if you don't have a dick, it'll <laughs> <yeah>. kick it. <laughs> You'll figure it out. Just, just you're like oh, I didn't know I had that. Find
1: the humility to listen to people. Yeah. To, for sure. And to listen to yourself. When yeah. you need to. Um, this whole this thing we're doing like life it's pretty hard mm. so you know, don't get too caught up in all the nitty gritty details just try and have fun yeah for sure if you're having fun there's no point
0: definitely and we all um, we all die <laughs> at the very end as yeah. well so yeah. <laughs> do something <laughs> and
1: if you're fucking up and it's shit don't yeah. worry in, like 50 years you'll be dead exactly so it doesn't matter
0: yeah I think um, just to finish off my favourite quote um, something I'm really trying to live by at the moment is um, the guy who wrote the forward to Aldous Huxley's brave new world and it just spoke to me he said in a world where everything is available nothing has any meaning oh. and it was just so deep for me and I just it really started to make me think about all the things I lent on and you can you can if if that's a bit abstract for you I, you can think of it like when you jump on Netflix and there are an infinity <laughs> amount of movies and TV shows there. Forty five minutes later, forty five minutes. Have pick one. Yeah, exactly. But maybe to someone in a third world country, you give them the shittest movie in the world, uh, and they'll be like, amazing. "That was unbelievable." Yeah. So if you if you if you don't if you think you can't go a day without coffee, or you can't go a day without this and that, just just experiment and yeah. see how much better well, the coffee tastes in a month. Experiments after experiments, learning exactly. And
1: I think on that, making a decision. Like, for the people, I'm sure people listening and they're like, I have decision fatigue, I can't pick, whatever. Yeah. It doesn't ma- matter if you're right or wrong. It yeah. makes, matters that you make a decision. Make a decision, for sure. And fuck something up and, like, try and fix it or move on to something else.
0: Yeah. You yeah, know, right. there was that, um, there's a story about... um um, a donkey that <laughs> is standing in the middle between a bucket of water and some hay yeah. and he's constantly doing this because yeah. he can't make a decision and then he dies of starvation <laughs> <What laughs> don't idiot. be the donkey what an idiot <laughs> yeah what a loser <laughs> <laughs> I know oh mate legend we will have to do this again yeah, oh, for sure
1: it's been an absolute pleasure I think you kind of did just interview me so we'll have to uh, <laughs> we'll do it again very soon and we'll flip it yeah okay yeah um, last question for you which is the first question I usually ask what gets you out of bed in the morning? My girlfriend. I had a girl. Yeah,
0: she does well. Yeah, she pushes me. <laughs> Actually, it's Jocko Willing. I've got my alarm and it's his iTunes thing and he goes, get up and get up now. I don't have a choice. Dude, I use
1: that, the wake up and get up. Yes. 100%. <laughs> Same <laughs> shit. It it's is the God. greatest. I want to finish the podcast with it. Yeah. Oh, where is it? Hold on. I'm coming. Just talk amongst yourselves for a minute.
0: Yeah, just, you know, make, make some tea. I don't know. <laughs> it does. I'm gonna give you about ten seconds to get up and get out of bed.
1: One, two, it's so three, four, five, six. I'm up. I'm sorry.
0: Seven, eight. You don't want to be here.
1: Nine, no. Mate. Ten. Okay. If you're up and you're now ready to get after it, you can go ahead
0: and shut this off. You won't <laughs> Can proceed on to go get stronger and faster and better. Oh man. But if you are still actually (laughs) lying in bed now, you have to keep listening. I need to tell you about the mistake that you are making. I need to tell you
1: what you will feel like later in the day. You will feel weak. You will feel know how groggy. Been. You're going to feel weak. If anyone's still in bed by now, I know. Fucking
0: hell. What is wrong with <laughs> <laughs> you? It keeps
1: going. I don't know how long it goes this for. I've never, I've never listened this far. I've usually got back to sleep by then. What time? You're you're up at one or two. One. <laughs> yeah. I'm, up, I'm up. Actually, don't sleep. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: I just have that repeat. Oh, mate,
1: Sleep is the one thing that I'm not getting at the moment. Yeah. Uh, I like burning.
0: I'm just on
1: the candle. All right, we'll call it there. It's
0: been an absolute pleasure. Okay, mates, thanks for listening to the show. Uh, I'm really, really getting excited uh, bringing you a weekly podcast now. It, 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 we, I'm going to release it every Sunday afternoon so you can download it and listen to it on your on your, uh, on your your way to work on the Monday morning. I'm trying to keep it, uh, you know, kind of 40, 45 minutes, 50 minutes, maybe just under an hour per show. So ideally, it's you get on your way to work and you can finish it on your way home or in your lunch break. And that's from what you guys are telling me is the idea of what you want. So I'm loving and enjoying the reviews and please feel free to reach out to me as well. But I mean, the whole reason why I'm doing this podcast is so I can learn. You know, I had um, some interesting things happening to me um, that I kind of created for myself as well in my early 20s and I'm, I'm really interested in learning from other people now as well because I think the technology that we have is, is such that we have more access to everyone else um, you know, than we ever have before. So not only do I strongly encourage you to reach out to me, but if you're interested in things as well, please like start a podcast and connect and I'll have you on the show. Like, it's, you know, it'd be great. Um, guys, Lockie follow, have a look at Virtus Performance. If you are down in Mornington and you are keen to have a bit of a, uh, an interesting, fun, enjoyable, but different training uh, routine happen to you as well. And as you now know, Lockie isn't only a, uh, a coach. He's a lot of other things as well. So he's a a really good one to follow on the social medias. Guys, thank you so much for listening and I will speak to you again next week. Bye.